Welcome to Rags of Riches Secrets. Today we're going to talk about why you should own a solar franchise. Let me take a, this is an interesting, or an interesting subject and I'll break it down. There's, there's things that are taking place in the marketplace that people are not completely aware of, okay? So I'm going to give you basically five key elements that, that, that's what's causing, what's causing solar to be an opportunity. It's like, it's like a, it's like a level 10 opportunity. And most people don't see it because it actually is very deceptive right now. People are looking at it and they're like, oh, they think it's a fad or they think it's something of interest or they think that the only way solar is going to survive is if it continues to get like favorable tax credits. So we're going to debunk that myth. That's a myth and that's a mistake that a lot of people think. People think that solar costs too much. And I'll show you, I'll show you the secrets behind it so that you can quickly start seeing it. So number one. Solar is on an exponential growth curve. It right now it is very it's 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 deceptive. People are not aware of what it is. Solar to to produce electricity to be able to power your home with solar used to be very very expensive. But what's happening is the cost of manufacturing, the quality of the product is getting better and better and better and better. And as a result, it is coming in and it is completely it is, it's in the phase where it's starting to lead deception and it's moving into the phase where it is starting to demonetize the traditional utility company. Let me give you an example. Okay, the utility company, like here in Utah, they charge about somewhere between 12 to 14 cents a kilowatt hour on average. That's if you add in all the taxes, all the fees, they like you're getting hit with a lot of fees and stuff, okay? And so when you get down figuring all this out, a kilowatt hour is a unit of electricity, okay? And the cost of that unit of electricity averages somewhere between 12 to 14 cents. Kind of depends on how much power you use. The more power you use, the more the more, more it costs, okay? So that's what's happening. Solar used to probably be like 75 cents a kilowatt hour. It used to be cost prohibitive, it made no sense. The only place that solar made sense was out in the middle of nowhere in the sticks where the only solution to bring you power really was solar. But the thing is, is the cost of solar or the cost that it's been able to deliver power to the end user has dropped so much that right now we're probably sitting around six cents a kilowatt hour. It is half the cost of what the utility companies are charging for it. And what's happening is as these panels get better and better and more efficient, you're going to see the cost to generate electricity starting to drop down to one cent, two cents. Okay. It will completely demonetize. You have to ask yourself, why would anybody or who in their right mind would be willing to pay 10 X for the cost of power when they could get it delivered for, for like one cent, right? It makes no sense. It never does. This is where you talk about exponential power or things that are on exponential growth curves. You, you saw it in computers, you saw it in phones, you saw like when, when you start talking or hearing about Moore's Law, he's talking about at how quickly um, the, the transistors or the, the density of transistors can be compounded. Every, basically every two years it doubles. Like, so if one year was like say 10,000 transistors on a, on a chip or something like that, then the, in two years it's gonna be not 10,000, it's gonna be like 20,000. And then 20,000 is going to go to 40,000. That's what it's talking about, okay? Solar has been in this deceptive phase, and it's literally coming in and demonetizing the traditional utility company, okay? 
So that's number one. Here's number two. This is 44 minutes, okay? When you think about sunlight, it is the most abundant energy in the entire world. It's like it comes up, the sun appears, it's free. It comes up every day, night. It doesn't matter about political. It doesn't care about Russia. It doesn't care about any of this stuff that's going on in the, in the world in the theater. It does one thing. The sun comes up over the, you know, up every day so that we have sunlight, okay? 44 minutes of sunlight that we receive in a given day is enough power to power the entire planet for an entire year. Like, that is how abundant sunlight is. Like, it is so abundant that the, the question is, is how quickly can we tap it? Because you, we, we literally have one of the largest, no, it's the largest supply of energy on tap if we can figure out how to continue to harness and to capture it. So that's number two. It's in abundance. Number three, this one was stunning when I found this out. Five days of sunlight hitting the earth is the equivalent of all known energy sources on the entire planet. All known oil, all known coal. You see what I'm talking about? Five hours of power is enough to, to offset all known like sources of energy on the planet. That's how abundant it is, okay? So then it slides off into number four. What people don't realize about the grid, the grid is like, think of, think of a, a broken down piece of junk car, something that is, 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 is not maintained, it's in deep trouble. That's where the grid is. The grid is at any given time, a hair's breadth away from going down. We have accelerated power outages across the entire United States. It's happening everywhere, okay? Nobody, nobody's exempt to it. And here's the reason. When, when the grid was designed, the grid was only designed to last for 50 years. The grid is now 70 years old. It is now 20 years past its prime. And as a result, think of your car. If you had a car that was 20 years past what its design life was, what do you think it would look like? What do you think its maintenance would look like? What do you think? See, you can see the problem already. The condition is at, is astronomical because it is in deep trouble. So that kind of goes into number five. Okay, if we want to maintain and keep the grid in its current format, like what has to change? So the U.S. Department of Energy, they went and calculated how much cost it would take to fix the grid. And their calculation came back that it would be $7 trillion to fix it. That $7 trillion was pre-COVID. That's probably more like $10 trillion because the cost of materials to go into this thing has, grown, has gone up exponentially. But to break it down, what does that mean? That means that every homeowner, in, not every homeowner, every single like residence, every property, every rental property, every homeowner, every, like, every single family in the United States would have to cough up $130,000 to fix this problem. Does that make sense? So if you got a house and there's like, say, four families in there, you just take $130,000 times four, and that's their portion of it. That's, that's how big the problem is. And so what you're seeing, if you were to just lay this out, lay it out on a scale, what you see is the utility companies have an old system. Their costs are continuing to rise, 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 okay? Well, then what you see is on the cost of solar, solar has, the cost has continued to drop, 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 drop. Till today, 
it costs about six cents a kilowatt hour to generate power with solar versus a 12 to 14 cents taken and generating it in say like in Utah. The thing is, is the panels, the efficiency, all of this is improving at such an exponential rate that the costs are going to continue to go down at the same time utilities are driving the costs up. And as a result, they, they are actually building their own coffin. That makes sense. I don't like. I don't know how else to say it. Like when you think back in the day, okay? Back in the day, we used to have horses and buggies, okay? And there, nobody would have thought. Why would anybody take a car that makes no sense? That rattles. It's not really highly efficient. It doesn't do a lot of things. Why would anybody take a car over a reliable horse? See what I'm saying? And it's very deceptive. And if you had people back in that day trying to figure out betting on the future they would be betting horses would still be transporting us today instead of vehicles but what happened is is the vehicle got so much better that it didn't make sense to actually maintain the horse okay there's probably 30 million horses back in the day and there's like 3 million today it is a massive shift of what's taking place like if you get a horse it's probably because you like to go hunting, you like to go riding, whatever it is, it has probably more to do with recreation than it has any practical use about how you operate, conduct your daily life, your daily business. You see what I'm saying? That is probably as good of an analogy as any analogy. So what does this mean? There is an exponential demand coming online for people to be able to get power. What do I mean by that? Take a look at what Elon Musk is doing. He has got the entire world now paying attention to electric vehicle. Electric vehicles are coming on in droves. In fact, Elon Musk said this to his battery manufacturers. He's, he's like, I need more batteries. I need more batteries. And they're like, hey, you're telling us to ramp up and start selling more and more batteries. But what happens when you start figuring out how to build batteries in-house so that you don't need us? He's like... He goes, the demand for batteries is so high that it doesn't matter. You have a blank check from me. I will buy every battery that you could possibly generate. Even if I started building them in-house, it wouldn't matter because the demand is so high that like I can't fulfill it all. And I need you guys to step up because you can't fulfill it all. I will buy everything you've got. These cars, are, electric cars, are coming online at exponential rates. People got really concerned. They're like, oh, it's only good for like 100 miles or it's only good for 50 miles. It's only good for, like, they have all this range anxiety, right? Well, here's the deal. They're getting up into five and 600 mile ranges on these vehicles and they're getting it down to charge times of 20 and 30 minutes, okay? Probably, they're going to get it down to even less. What's happening in the battery space is the batteries are improving exponentially. The cost of providing energy to these vehicles is dropping exponentially. So there, there, there's this massive demand coming online and this, this massive amount of super cheap energy to power your cars. If you look at how many homes are coming online in the United States, homes everywhere going up, pop, 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 pop. Those homes need power. Then you've got to ask yourself, would they be willing to, to cut their costs to a tenth of the cost and figure out how to protect themselves as batteries become cheaper and cheaper and cheaper? What you'll discover in the end is they're going to end up, we're good, actually it's already happening now, 
is there's these things called microgrids that are getting fashioned. Neighborhoods are now getting solar on the houses in connection with batteries so that these, these, they're, they're like a microgrid that insulates them from any significant utility company failure. Does that make sense? And so things like that are coming into play. And so when you look at a solar franchise, you might say, what, well, why, why would that make sense? Because here's what it is. You're trying to figure out how do I top, tap into this exponential, this exponential technology that's coming online? How do I tap into the opportunities? How do I figure out how to install batteries? How do I figure out how to like get in front of the, the next thing? How, like there, there's a lot of how to's and there's, there's no point in fi- having to discover or figure out how to go it alone. Okay. There is def- there, there is massive value in being able to work as part of a, a coalition or a team where you get buying discounts. You get mat like instead of instead of you starting out and creating your own solar companies, like, hey, I'm gonna go do it, right? You only got the buying power of whatever you can generate. Why would you therefore you limit your ability to get access to volume pricing? You limit your ability to get access to different products. You limit your ability to be able to do all kinds of different installations because like one, one of the suppliers that I work with, Lion Energy, okay, they will not allow just anybody to buy their batteries. Why? Because they don't know how to install them. They, it's more complex than what they realize. And when they were selling batteries to just like solar companies that weren't really certified, did not fully understand how to do it, it was such a pain for them that it actually cost them more money than it was worth to even sell them the battery. So you got these guys who are like, they're, they're intentionally throttling back who can get access to the stuff. And the thing is, is they've got the demands too high, right? Like Lion Energy, for example, they completely sold out of batteries, okay? Like you get somebody like me that comes into the game and is like, hey, I need these batteries. Like they'll work directly with me because they already know, I already know how to do the thing. And so... There, there, there's, there's power in networking. There's power in volume pricing. There's power in getting access to financing that you couldn't get otherwise. And there's significant power in not wasting time, not knowing what to do, figuring out how to get from A to Z quickly. Like that's the secret. So that was, that was a kind of a, 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 a deep, a little bit deeper dive look into what's changing in, in solar. I'll I'll do a quick recap because there it I don't want I don't want this to get confusing or model, muddled down. Okay, so one solar is an, on an exponential growth curve. It is coming down and it is it is completely demonetizing the cost of traditional utility power. Okay, sunlight is so abundant. Forty four minutes generates enough power to to power the entire uh, Earth for a year. Five days of power is enough power to like offset all known coal, um, oil reserves, everything. That's like, that's how abundant sunlight is. Okay. The number four I put on here is the grid is like a broken down car. Number five is it would cost about $7 trillion to fix it. It's probably more like 10, but we'll, we'll go with seven uh, based on what was published uh, last year, early last year. That's $130,000 per home. Okay. Um, Number six, I basically I talked about is there is an exponential demand coming online for power and somebody has got to be able to fulfill it. And if you're trying to figure out how to tap into an opportunity that will allow you to monetize your business quickly, like get in the game without having to sink 2 million, 3 million, 5 million, 10 million bucks into it. 
you're trying to figure out how do I get into the game and start executing today and start playing and hitting like the big boys, that's where the secret of the franchise is. The, the franchise is the quickest way to get there and to get you at, at, at scale um, with good pricing so that you're very, very competitive in the marketplace. Anyway, that is a rags the riches secrets. That's the secrets behind solar. Why franchising? And I will talk to you later.